0: No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello everybody, it is time for another one of our previews here on the Blue Room. I'm sure you all know the drill by now. This is a segment from our most recent Subscribers Weekly show with Paddy Boyland, Lyndon Lloyd and Jack Carlisle in which we talk about our hopes and fears and trepidations ahead of the new season for Everton. Just before we get into this podcast today as well, I'd just like to thank... All of our listeners for your continued support. Last season, as you may have seen on social media, Spotify ranked us as the number one most listened to Everton podcast over the course of the campaign. So, really appreciate your support and thanks for coming to us during all the tough times of last season. We'll be there all the way through this season as well, hopefully, through some better times. And if you'd like a little bit more from us and you want to listen to the show in full, it's Patreon com slash the blue room extra, the link is in the description to listen to the podcast in full. And hopefully, we'll see you over there. In the meantime, hope you enjoy this segment and thanks for your continued support.
2: I'd say it still doesn't feel like it's next week yet. I think <laughs> I don't know about anybody else, but my sense of trepidation usually increases tenfold once the final whistle goes—the last preseason game. I think up until that point, I think because. Seasons like usually about three weeks worth of games, is it? But then you get a couple in the week and a couple of a weekend, so it's like, Oh, yeah, it will be back soon, and then all of a sudden it's like, Oh, no, the next game is the proper one. I think I've got a general level of confidence just that they will have been coached a lot better. And um, you know, I'm not going to even say the term, but I'm hoping they are going to be a lot fitter and also in a position whereby the team won't have as much flux in it. I think there'll be changes. Between what we see a week Saturday and what the team will be after the window shuts. But I think, in terms of big changes or any big guesses, I don't really think, I mean, you might be wrong on this, but in my mind, I reckon probably nine or 10 out of the 11 are pretty much nailed on. I think fitness dependent, which I think this Saturday will go a long way to telling us what the team's going to look like next week, especially with. Um, Albert Lewin and Mikhelenko get minutes um, on Tuesday. So we'd say, yeah, half and half at the minute, but I think the next sort of two or three days, ask me again. Man.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that last Goodison game always is the one, isn't it, Lyndon? And the last year, you know, we mentioned it already, McNeil turning up and doing really well against Kiev, although Albert Lewin got injured in that game, didn't he? And then was uh, was, the, was following that game rather and. That was the start of our season, almost almost ruined. But you know, just same question to you, really, mate. Where where are you at with them at the moment? A,
3: a bit ambivalent, I think, almost because it's been a sort of shortened summer, and I still don't think I'm I'm recovered from the last one. <laughs> no, I did. I just thought Frankie, it's you know, first of August came around. I thought, wow, eleven days, and and we're back at it. Um, and I just don't feel like we're ready. You know a bit like last season, I mean, really, I just don't think we're in, we've got everything that we need. I think we're going to be okay. Um, and that will be dependent on whether we sign a striker or whether Calvert Lewin can remain fit. More or less, I'm more or less resigned to the fact that if Calvert Lewin regains fitness ever again, it's going to be a massive bonus. I think the club needs to prepare for the fact that he won't and and sign someone reliable. Um, I, I enjoyed the, the, the Beghorst scale. <laughs> I think um, yes, in yesterday's weekly or well, this, this week's weekly, I think I'm probably at a, at a five myself, which I know was on the high end.
0: <laughs> so, For anyone who's um, not listened uh, to that, the horse uh, scale is uh, uh, zero is don't sign him at all. Ten is go and get him immediately.
3: <laughs>
0: Sorry, Lyndon, go on.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah but he... So I'm not convinced that he's um, that he's a, that it's sort of any great goal scoring solution, but he's someone and he's big and he's a target and um, you know kind of like if someone like Kiefer Moore, you know, just somebody who can go, get get up there and just cause problems. But I think we we obviously need we, we need a reliable goalscorer, and I think if we get one. Um, and I, it's unlikely that Shimiti will hit the ground running to that extent. But, um, you know, if we if we can sign someone reliable, I think we're going to be okay. I think relegation won't be an issue, partly because I just think the teams that we should have beaten that Lampard didn't, you know, he beat both bottom, bottom half sides uh, in the last half of the season. So just based on that alone, I think we'll pick up the points that we need. The teams coming up this season for the championship aren't as strong as the ones last season. So I think... I think we're going to be okay. Um, I, so it's ambivalence on the one hand. Then it's kind of depressing just sort of the fact that we're not in the market for the bigger players anymore. You know, you see the the, the bigger sides, and or even you know those sides who might be competing for the lower European slots. You know, they're in for more sort of six exciting players. And it just as we saw with the um, the El del Torre thing with Atalanta, we just we just can't compete right now. We're not attractive. Um, you know financially we're we're hamstrung so it's just kind of we're in this this sort of stasis period where it almost feels like we just need to get into Brandymore Dock get the whatever investments coming on board and sort of try and rebuild but it feels like a very long process now and uh, I think the highlights are going to come more from individual matches and things and you know maybe just try and win a derby this season and beat some of the big teams and, and have some fun along the way with individual players and results but in terms of kind of big picture, what what, what we can achieve, is not going to be much, is it, really?
0: No, it sort of feels like, you know, if we get that lower mid-table finish that we all crave, then, then everyone would be happy. Um, <clears throat> is that sort of the limit of your ambitions, Paddy, as well? You know, fifteen all the way through, you happy?
1: I w- I would take that right now. Um, <laughs> I think that just the, the last two seasons have been so draining. And there's just kind of an endless stream of negativity that they almost kind of morphed into one big blob for me. And it's hard to separate where one finished and the other one started. So anything that takes us away from that, you know, kind of in the grand scheme of things, don't think anybody wants Everton to be in 15th every season, but just something where they can push up and start moving towards a position of solidity in the division where they're not just in kind of peril 24-7, would be would be ideal, wouldn't it? As a, as, a, as a starting point, and it is a it would only be a starting point. Um, like like the others, I'm comforted by Daish's professionalism and just the fact that they they should be set up better. They should be coached better. They should be conditioned better. All of those kind of basic things that form the, the bedrock of a of a decent season. Um, lots of work still to do. Obviously, and and I think it'll probably be a case, as Lyndon said, where the team you see against Fulham may well end up being different to the one that starts in, in September or whenever it may be once the window is closed. I think because of Everton's financial state, things do drag out a bit longer. And particularly if you're looking at kind of loans, for example, often clubs make decisions on loans right towards the end of the window, don't they? deadline day and, and kind of in the days leading up to that so uh, I, I wouldn't be at all surprised if Everton make further additions once the season has, has, has started and if, if most other teams make additions once the season started am I ready for it personally no um it didn't it, it doesn't feel as though the last one's finished for me because straight away after the season finishes you've got kind of like the, the board stuff changes at boardroom level MSP mm-hmm. And then you rise right into these pre-season friendlies where people either choose to read far too much or too little into what's taking place against kind of second division Swiss side over over in the French Alps. So it, 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 I think because of the 24-7 news cycle, you might have this map, but this is the 24-7 news cycle. It just feels like everything continues.
3: Sports Social Podcast Network